Lives of women have always been subjected to surveillance and judgment. From being told how to sit, what to wear, where to go and how much skin to show are some of the ways women have lost autonomy over their bodies. In this month of March, our theme for poetry on record is womanhood. And I'll be reciting this lovely poem by Kalpana Komal called Bodies of Women. Two six-year-old stick-figure girls dance daily in the park. To no music they dance, to nobody's glance, notice their gangly arms and spindly legs move in gay contorted ways. Arrhythmic, asynchronous, abounding in abandon. Two young women sit coyly on a bench, limbs crossed, all eight of them, dressed in t-shirts and unripped jeans. And for good measure, a measure of discordant dupattas draped over meagre chests. They sit, separated from the kids, by a few yards, a few years, and an ocean of inhibition. In a conversation with me, Kalpana shares her process with writing the poem and her personal experiences with the issue of women's bodies being policed. So, uh, when did you write this poem and was there something particular that prompted you to do so? Uh, I wrote this about a year ago. Um, yes, something prompted me to write it, of course. But what was happening was I, I was standing on the roof of my apartment building, taking in the sunset like I do every day. I saw a couple of uh, girls playing downstairs. Now, I must tell you that this was a time or year rather um, when I was actively looking for inspiration everywhere because I had decided to write and publish a poem every day. So I did this last year. I wrote 365 poems, one every day, and I posted on Instagram. So yeah, you know, I was actively looking for something to write about. So I saw these girls and I noticed they were playing and they were just like fooling around, goofing around. And I noticed how unselfconscious they were with their bodies. They must have been about like six or seven years old. And it just hit me that... You know, these very same girls would not be the same a few years down the line. How their bodies would no longer be a thing they just assumed they had, like anyone else's bodies. It would never be a thing they could do anything they pleased with, uh, or they could wear anything they felt like, or move in any way they pleased. And it would never be their fault, you know? It hit me, like, how we are conditioned right. to feel about our bodies in society after a certain age, as something to hide, as something to keep restrained. And... I just thought how that was such a shame, you know, uh, and that's that's what led me to write this book. Right. Um, and what are your general views on uh, policing women's bodies and given the current scenario with uniforms being imposed? And uh, do you have any personal experiences with uh, this? Of course, yeah. I mean, who has not had a personal experience with this? Right? As a woman, we are always like, I think since the time we hit puberty, I think we are told to become painfully aware of our bodies and how we should keep them hidden or what we can wear, how we should walk and things like that. Uh, it's, it's not easier for Indian women, for sure. Uh, and a lot of the times, I think people police women's bodies unconsciously. Let's say like you're on a beach and you're wearing a bikini. There's no way in hell people are just going to be like, yeah, that's another person enjoying the beach. You know, it's 
and that's it like there's always going to be judgment of some sort there'll be people taking pictures of you surreptitiously or and other people will be blaming you for that because blaming you for that because you know you're asking for it you're wearing a bikini like i'll tell you something that just happened last week okay i'd mm-hmm. gone surfing i was on a beach and i was wearing a swimsuit and this woman uh walked up to me maybe she was from a but she was a tourist or she was from a nearby village or something she walked up to me and only me there were lots of people on the beach she asked me if she could take a picture of me and it i first i wondered like why why is she asking me and then i realized it's probably because i'm the only one there wearing a swimsuit right and it made me feel like i'm some kind of freak show you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like i don't think she was, she i don't think she was trying to shame me or anything but the very fact that she thought i looked different than anyone else simply because of what i was wearing made me feel like i didn't belong you know like i was an outsider but honestly i'm just like her or anyone else it doesn't matter what language i speak or what clothes i wear right so this is of course only the milder end of the spectrum there's of course the outright harsh comments women get for wearing shorts or anything that reveals can because you know your skin belongs to someone else apparently and you have no right to show it and i i mm. there's an like you know this condition is so deeply ingrained i even see children stay like children from such a young age children are kind of conditioned to see women's bodies as something that like they can form judgments on i'll tell you something that happened many years mm. ago and my my son was very young and i was dropping him off um to a school bus to his school bus in the morning you know and outside my apartment complex and he got in the bus i noticed a couple of little girls on the bus point to me and giggle right and i was like what is so funny i can only assume they found it strange that a mom was wearing shorts right mm-hmm. uh, i don't know i i can only assume this maybe my hair was funny and they were laughing at that but i really doubt it i think possibly because they've not seen any other mother dressed the way i do they found it weird right. or strange or funny and it made me uncomfortable that little girls you know like maybe who are like 7 8 years old are already judging women by what they are wearing hmm so it is so like it's this this bias or this conditioning is so deeply ingrained and if we are not careful we are going to be raising generations of men and women doing the same thing if we don't normalize that you know our bodies are our own and we can do what we feel like it and we don't like kind of shout it from the rooftops it's right. it's going to take a long time for for policing of women's bodies to just go away right so like the onus falls upon us to like not let the coming generations also face this um i right. think the, yes the onus falls upon us to not to do what we feel like regardless of of judgment mm. right mm. to kind of get over our own conditioning right like i was not brought up also in a i mean i had a pretty pretty progressive upbringing but it was also not that progressive that i did not have this uh you know a shame regarding the body right i i think my my upbringing was way more progressive than a lot of other people i know but mm. uh, i still had to work hard to get over a uh, social conditioning to to just wear what i feel like i still struggle with it we all you know women struggle yeah. with their own bodies you know like we don't need uh, outside judgment we are great at judging our own bodies right uh, definitely like we put on like one kilo and i'm like oh maybe i can't wear this dress or i can't wear a bikini i need to get a it 
it is just we live with that every day and we struggle with it even though we are aware of it and we try to overcome it mm. the last thing we need is other people also to tell us how we should dress and what we should feel about our bodies so it is a, it's an everyday struggle with ourselves and like the way we raise our children right uh, raise them to believe that anybody can do anything they want with their bodies they can wear what they want and you know right. do what they like so i i think it just has to be consistently like that message has to be constantly consistently put across uh, either the way we like talk to people or the way we conduct ourselves in everyday lives or in the arts the media i think the mm-hmm. message has to be consistent everywhere like it can't be that i i say this right i i raise my son to believe that women yeah. can wear anything they want and then the next day in front of him i shame a woman for wearing something that looks like i think is not appropriate right then i'm giving conflicting mm-hmm. messages to him right so the the yeah. message has to be consistent the belief has to be consistent and i think that's the only thing that can change this right yeah i agree like there's a lot of conditioning that we have faced and there's a lot of unlearning that we have to do in order to uh, set good examples right absolutely uh, yeah absolutely yeah. uh thank you so much for sharing your experience and uh, your poem is uh very hard hitting when it comes to this and uh, just hits you like how over generations everybody has been going through this and maybe we can change something so yeah. it, it is changing already i i do think with uh, every generation it's changing you know uh, mm-hmm. a, a little bit maybe i'm just hoping the next couple of generations we will <laughs> nobody will be policing anybody's bodies Yeah, yeah hopefully yeah thank you you're most and welcome shreya thank you for reaching out to me yeah thank you for listening and stay tuned for more poems on womanhood i'll be back with a new one next saturday